I'd like to welcome you to Precepts from the Word today. My name is Conrad DeFries, and in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, it says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. The title of my Bible teaching today is Removing Strife Releases Blessings. And I pray today and believe that the Holy Spirit will open and reveal to you exactly what God has for you from the Word of God in this Bible teaching today. I want to begin by giving you some meanings or definitions of the word strife. The word strife means to have contention, to have argument, to fuss, to squabble, to have controversy, to have war of words, to struggle, to bicker, to dispute, or to quarrel. And it's very important that we recognize strife and get it stopped in our lives. First of all today, I want to talk about Abram or Abraham. Abraham dealt with strife, and when he did, it opened the door to victory and abundant blessings that God had already promised him. In the book of Genesis, chapter 13, and verse 7, And there was a strife between the herdsmen of Abraham and the herdsmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelt in the land. I want you to notice in verse 7 here, it talks about the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelling in the land. Just as there was an enemy there, right at the very presence where God was going to bless Abraham, there's an enemy right next to your life and my life in this world that wants to rob us of the blessings of God. But by getting strife out of your life, getting fussing, bickering, quarreling, complaining, murmuring against each other, getting those things out of your life will release the blessings of God unto you. And we're going to see that in the Word of God today. Verse 8 And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdsmen and thy herdsmen, for we be brethren. Verse 9, Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right or if thou wilt take the right hand, then I will go to the left. Some of the land in this day and time was more fertile than other parts of the land. But Abram, the main thing Abram wanted was that there be no strife connected in his life. So actually Lot ended up getting the best land. He chose the most fertile land. But notice that Abraham didn't say, God is the one, God sent me to this land. The inheritance and the promises are made to me and to my children. So I should get the best land. No, Abram knew that the very best thing, the first thing to do, was to get strife out of his life. So whatever he Lot wanted, he let him have it. Sometimes you and I, we'll have to let someone else have the best. We will have to let someone else, what things that we should have, we'll have to give it to them 
just to get rid of strife. But I want you to notice what happens now in Genesis chapter 13 and verse 14. And the Lord said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. Verse 15, For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. Notice in these verses that after Abram got rid of the strife in his life, and it maybe not was between Lot and Abram, it was actually between their employees or between their herdsmen. But, but Abram knew that he had to get rid of strife in order for the full blessings of God to be turned loose upon his life. And so after he did get rid of it, I'll read just a little bit again in Genesis 13, verse 14. And the Lord said unto Abram, after that Lot was departed from him, lift up thine eyes. Then he began to speak to Abram and tell him, look north, south, east, and west, as far as you can see. All of this will I give to thee and to thy seed forever. How did that blessing get turned loose? It got turned loose by getting rid of strife. Abram somehow knew that strife was hindering the blessings of God. He knew God had promised these things, but he wanted to receive them and let them manifest in his life. But first he had to get rid of strife. Strife hinders receiving the blessings of God. Getting rid of strife allows God to give you allows God by grace to give you the full blessings by you putting your trust in him. I want to give you a few things now that cause strife. The first one is hatred. Proverbs 10 and verse 12, Hatred stirreth up strife, but love covereth all sins. Another thing is pride. Proverbs 13 and verse 10, Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Proverbs 28 verse 25, he that is of a proud heart stirreth up strife, but he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. Notice instead of getting upset and murmuring and complaining and fussing and quarreling, if you just put your trust in the Lord and stop the strife, get rid of the fussing, then God can go to work. There it said, and, and, and you shall be made fat. In other words, you'll be blessed spiritually, physically, financially, and in, every, and in every way. A lot of people say, are you going to let that person get by and talk to you that way? Are you going to let them treat you that way? In other words, sometimes well-meaning friends are wanting you to come back at people and straighten people out about things. Satan will use any way he can to try to get you into strife because it won't matter how much you pray, how much you fast, how much you go to church. If you've got strife in your life, it's going to hinder the blessings of God. 
use wisdom to overcome strife. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 15, and verse 1, it says, A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up trouble. Proverbs 17 and verse 1, Better is a dry morsel in quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife. The house full of sacrifices in those days, that is a house full of things that have been offered as sacrifices. It would be the best choices of meat. It would be feast and things that they were doing to offer to idol gods. He says, it's better to have a dry morsel than a house full of all this feasting of things that's been offered to sacrifices. Stop strife before it can increase. In the book of Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 14, the beginning of strife is as when one letteth out water, therefore leave off contention before it be meddled with. What this is saying there, water begins to trickle through a crack in the dam. It starts off real small, but if it's allowed to continue, it can cause great gushes of water to come through that dam and break through. In other words, just a few words of strife, if they're allowed to continue, they can end up in a big quarrel or a big fuss. It's better to stop strife before it gets started. Put an end to strife. Proverbs 26 and verse 20 says, Where no wood is, the fire goeth out. He says, But where there is no tailbearer, the strife ceaseth. The fire of strife, or fussing and bickering and quarreling, will go away if you'll quit talking, if you'll quit adding wood to it, quit saying more and more things about it. Where no wood is, the fire goeth out. Jesus Christ was a person that did not strive, or actually what he's talking about, he did not wrangle or argue or have contention as he walked through the streets and over the countryside. In Matthew chapter 12 and verse 19, talking about Jesus, he shall not strive nor cry, neither shall any man hear his voice in the streets. You wouldn't hear him fussing. You wouldn't hear him arguing. He would just give them the word. Don't allow strife to work in your life. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 3, Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. Notice what that verse says at the beginning. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. You're better off no matter what you do. If you can't get there without strife, don't do it. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. You know, the more you are a keeper and a doer of the word of God, the more the love of God grows in you. He says, he that loveth me keepeth my commandments. He that keepeth my commandments in him verily is the love of God perfected or matured. 
the more you are a doer of the word, the more you put the word of God into action and into practice, the more you will increase in the love of God and the love for God. Heavenly Father, I pray for everyone listening to this teaching today. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will illuminate and enlighten the Word of God to them. The Holy Spirit is the revealer. He's the giver of this Word. It is God's Word. And I pray for everyone listening that the Holy Spirit would reveal and strengthen and open to them what you have always desired for them to have through these scriptures today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.